you, Jesus. And you may be seated. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. So good to be here. This place is home. And uh, by the grace of God, today I managed to come with my beautiful Shiloba. Amen. We've been married now for 10 years. Uh, and I can tell you she's an amazing woman. She's, she's truly an amazing woman. Um, I got a good one. Amen. Uh, the Bible says, he who finds a wife. <laughs> and I learned that, you know, the, the reason why the Bible is so specific about that is because not every woman is a wife. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> and not every man is a husband. Amen. That's why till today he's still called your boyfriend. And, um, but, but by the grace of God, we should elevate from that and uh, come into a good place. So my beautiful baby, thank you so much for accompanying me. Not, it's not every day that my wife travels with me because she knows the intensity of what we do. And she'll be like, I'll be praying for you from home. And, and now with what we're doing in Goshen, she always prefers to look after the work there while I go out to do what I need to do. Amen. But today she's here and I'm really, really excited about that. You know, when everybody shouts amen and she's seated, I get worried. Amen. So, so, so all of you, uh, when you shout amen, just look at her. See, put pressure on her to say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I, I, I'd like to honor Papa and Mama spoke to them a couple of minutes ago on my way here. Uh, I think they're tuning in. They're actually watching the service. Can we just pray that the network, wherever they are, disconnects and gives them trouble so that they don't, they don't watch the service, amen? They can let us be, hallelujah, so that we can just enjoy ourselves in their absence, amen? It's always good. When the parents are gone, we have fun, amen? Uh, Mama, Papa, we love you. We honor you. We thank God for you. And thank you for the privilege to be here this morning. Uh, we really... Uh, really appreciate this amen i don't take it lightly at all um also if it's your first time in house of treasures let me tell you something you're in the best church in town amen you're in the best church in town so make plans to stay here make plans to come back next week make plans to drag some people with you amen never come to church on your own hallelujah so you're gonna have fun today with me uh, and that's just a tip of the iceberg, amen, uh, with what Apostle does in this house. I'd like to honor my friend and brother, Pastor KG, and congratulations on your inauguration, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, I almost said you deserve it, but I don't think we do what we do by merit. It's by grace, amen. Um, so in, in, in human context, we can look at it and say he doesn't deserve it or he deserves it or he's the best man for the job. But, uh, you know, it's an election of grace uh, that God appoints us. Uh, we are appointed to do what we do by grace. Amen. And I remember uh, one day Samuel almost anointed the wrong king because they looked like they were the right person for the job. And God said, he's not the one. I've rejected him. What a tragedy to be considered for greatness, then later rejected by God. Amen. And so I pray for you that 
whatever God has appointed for you to do, you will fulfill your destiny. Glory to God. So congratulations, my brother, all the pastors, Mtetwa, Putomtala, good to see you guys. These are my brothers, all the prophets in the house, amen. Uh, it's so good to be here, the leadership of this house. You guys are doing an amazing job. The worship team, I love you guys. You guys are amazing, amen. Hallelujah. And to the church at large. Ah. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Can we just pray in the Holy Ghost for a minute so that we can get into today's business? Seated where you are, you can just speak to him. Fendolis katale brande jalem roske yele mahasia eshana de felis kele gradi basharia jelo brande fenes kalege dele bronde fenes ketele gebra jila brande fende ketele gebra lis katoria jila brande fenes kole yele bra jele brande yele kaskoto lokobra je frakate yele gebrande venes kotale gebrendia jele brandos kotolo Let's just create an atmosphere for God to do something for you today. Vandre di Alaska. Jelebron defende yedes ketelege brande. Jelebravos ketegeba. Yembrande follows ketelege dredia mashanda. Yelebra. Jelebra kotes ketelege bra. The Bible speaking about Paul and Silas. The Bible says that they were locked up in prison, beaten up, and locked up in prison. And in that situation, they began to worship God. They began to worship God. And the Bible says that there was an earthquake. The doors opened. The chains broke. Hallelujah. But one thing that sticks out for me about that scripture is the fact that Paul and Silas were not worshiping to get out of trouble. They were worshiping in trouble. There's a difference trying to look for God because you believe that he is your way out. And looking for him because you know that he is your source and it's just a relationship that you have with him and how do I know this because when the chains finally broke and the doors finally opened the Bible says that the God that was standing by the door drew his sword wanting to kill himself because he thought that all the prisoners had escaped prison and he knew he was in trouble and Paul shouted from the darkness and said listen we are still here we don't worship God for an escape we don't come to God's presence because we don't have anything else to do. Hallelujah. Or because we've run out of options. Paul and Silas were worshipping God from a place of relationship. And nothing beats that. Because truly, the reward of worship is God. Ah, you miss that. Amen. Because some of you have been conditioned. Every single time when you come for prayer, you want to see the prayer points first. But when you're a kingdom person, it's not about prayer points. It's about And then the Holy Spirit begins to turn those tongues into prayer points. Because most of the time we limit God with our wants and our needs. God, I need a job. God, and the whole year you've been praying for one thing. And God has not designed you for a job. He has designed you for something better and something greater. Amen. And so this morning when I say pray,
Some of you are trying to think, what is it that I need God to do for me? But you see, the Holy Spirit knows the desires that your flesh has not yet discovered. He knows the things that are not yet made manifest. He knows sicknesses that are yet to be diagnosed in your body. And when you pray without expecting him to do what you are feeling, hallelujah, then it's deep that's calling unto deep. So there's an exchange in the realm of the spirit. And so when I say let's pray, I'm not saying use your mind, use your spirit to communicate with God because your spirit knows when the body is not right. Where the, the spirit knows what is happening in the dimension where flesh cannot reach. So in the next 60 seconds, can you just raise your voice right where you are and just blast in other tongues? Show your true identity today. We are spirit beings. Monte Frakata. We are not moved by the flesh. We don't pray according to the flesh. We don't sow into the flesh. Monte Kredesh Kete Gebraliska. Gilaban defende Ketele Gebra. Mon defendia. Gikator Kadesh Katalakabrandi. Gelebran defende Ketele Gedelegebra. Gilabra. Come on, house of treasures. You've been taught how to pray. I know you can pray. So lift up your voice. Mesh Kete Gebra. Gitebede Ketele Gebran defende Kete. Mota prakates ketele barazia, jolaman defende ketele gebralia, shonte yelegede. Let your spirit man begin to speak. Vigatoria labasan delegedelegebra. Ignore your needs, ignore your feelings. It's not about how I feel, it's not about the trouble in my house, but it is what God wants me to do in this season. Mota frakatelegedelegeba. We are men and women of destiny. We are the Esthers of our generation. We are the Naomi's of our generation. We are the Josephs. We are the Davids of our generation. We are the Peters of this generation. We are the Peters of this generation. Yeah, and there's no name, no name greater than yours. First John chapter 5, I'm speaking on a message I've titled, We are not of this world. Touch your neighbor and tell him, you are not of this world. Yeah, tell him, you are not of this world. Hallelujah. Tell him, stop behaving like a commoner. You are not of this world. You are not an ordinary wife. You are not an ordinary husband. You're a man of God. You're not an ordinary businessman. You're a man on a mission. You have been deployed by heaven to do what you do. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say, I am not of this world. Glory to God. Come on, refuse it. Say, I'm not of this world. Hallelujah. I am not of this world. First John. Chapter 5 from verse 1. There's no name. No name greater than yours. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah is God's spiritual child. And has been fathered by God himself. Hallelujah. And everyone who loves Father God loves his children as well. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I hope you love me. Yeah, I hope you love me. This is not a feeling. 
It's a command. You ought to love me. Hallelujah. You don't have to like me, but you have to love me enough not to gossip about me. Hallelujah. You don't have to like me, but you have to love me enough not to steal from me. Not to plot evil against me. Hallelujah. If you love the Father, then you have to be in love with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I love you. Do you love me? Hallelujah. It's no pretense. I love you. It's not a feeling. It's a command. I, I have no choice but to love you this morning. Verse 2. This is how we can be sure that we love the children of God. By having a compassionate love for God and by obedience to his commands. Hallelujah. How do you know that you are a lover of God and a lover of his people? When you do the will of the Father. When you follow the, the prescription of the word, hallelujah. When you love God, you wake up when he tells you to wake up. You pray when he tells you to pray. You fast when he tells you to pray. To fast, you give when he tells you to give. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, like, like, like Saul, you kill when you're supposed to kill. This morning, we are about to kill some demons. Hallelujah. We are here for warfare. So I'm going to give you an unction so that we can pray. True love for God means obeying his commands. And his commands don't weigh us down as heavy burdens. Hallelujah. When God says, give and it shall be given, it's not a heavy burden. It is for your advantage to do what he tells you to do. Because when you disobey laws, you pay the consequences consequences glory to God God rules earth through laws and principles and I'm not talking about the laws of Moses I'm talking about the laws and principles of the universe that were created by God before time began hallelujah glory to God he says you see every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world so who are the world conquerors mm defeating its power those who believe that Jesus is the son of God hallelujah look at your neighbor and say hello world conqueror ah you are not of this world you're a giant killer hallelujah you're a cancer extinguishing born again child of God hallelujah you cannot be barren like the world is barren you are forbidden to be barren because where we come from babies are an order of the day hallelujah be fruitful multiply replenish the earth nothing that God has committed in your hands is supposed to die in this season why because you are not of this world touch your neighbor and tell him you are not of this world hallelujah glory to God Ah, failure in certain instances of our lives does not mean that God has forsaken you. Hallelujah. Does not mean God is no longer on your side. It's okay to try stuff and they don't work out. It's all right. Hallelujah. I'm not a failure because I failed an exam. I'm not of this world. In fact, the exam was not just manufactured for me. Hallelujah. I am better than an exam. I am not dumb because the doctor said I was. Because the lawyer cannot say they are smarter than the doctor. And the plumber cannot say I'm smarter than the builder. Everyone has got their place in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So just because you didn't graduate in Varsity does not make you inferior from the one with a PhD. Glory to God. Somebody shout, I am not of this world. I refuse to be common. Hallelujah. I refuse to be common. How can I be a child of God and be broke? How can I be a child of God and be barren? How can I be a child of God and not be able to overcome challenges that the world presents to me? I am not of this world. Hallelujah. So our conviction is not based on on circumstances it is based on our deployment hallelujah 
So the day that I discovered that when I found Shiluba, favor moved into my house, I told her, when you pack your bags to leave me, pack a bag for me as well. Because I discovered that through her, I was connected to a system of favor. There's a transference of faith. So I'm not dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm not about to leave you. <laughs> because I discovered that when she walked in, increase started showing up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Some of you are dating debit orders. Every time they show up, something has to leave your life. Glory to God. Mm. Hallelujah. So you have been sent to earth on a mission. And that mission is to enforce our victory or Jesus' victory over Satan. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1. We're going to do a bit of reading. Please take notes and write these scriptures down so that you can meditate on them throughout the week. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. There's no name. Just keep me there, sir. Greater than yours. Just give me a little bit of piano as well with what you're doing there. Verse 17, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now, he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things somebody say all things for the benefit of who the church for the benefit of who hallelujah and the church is his body and it is made full and complete by Christ who fulfills all things everywhere with himself who feels all things everywhere with himself Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 6 he raised us up with Christ and with Christ the exalted one and he and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm for we are now co-seated as one with Christ what does it mean to be co-seated it means that we are in him the church is not seated next to Christ. The church is Christ. Because this is where we misunderstand this thing. I've heard all these slogans. We have lost, we have left the church, not God. That is foolishness to its core. You cannot leave the church and still be in Christ because the church is Christ. We are his body. So where he's seated, that's where we are. Hallelujah. So we are sitting right here, right now, in this building. But in the realm of the spirit, we are seated far above principalities. We are commanders. The authority of Christ is the authority of the church. What Christ can do is what the church is supposed to be doing. 
Hallelujah. When Jesus walked out of the grave, that means that the church has the power to walk out of any grave. When Jesus opened the eyes of the, of, of the blind, he was simply showing the church its mission. Introducing us to who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. So what God does is what I'm supposed to be doing. What God can do is exactly what I have capability to do. So the Bible says that we are co-seated. I love that word. Co-seated with Christ in heavenly places. When God gave Jesus a name that's above every name, he gave the church a name that's above every name. Yeah, some of you don't, you, don't, you, you know, it's, it's a bit provocative, I know. Yeah, because you've been church hopping for the past five years, looking for the perfect church. The church is Jesus. Hallelujah. And so, whatever God has put under the rulership of Christ, that's what the church is supposed to be ruling over. When you say in the name of Jesus, you are provoking the power of the church. The church is the only institution that Jesus established. Every other ministry that we do, every other thing that we do, women's ministry, everything, is supposed to be adding value to the bottom line, which is the, it's supposed to be anchored on the church. So you don't leave church and go start your own thing. You are anchored on the church and the church equips you for your work of ministry. It's not that you are not supposed to do it. Do it. But your anchor has got to be the corporate anointing of others. Because in the corporate anointing, that's where most deliverances happen. You can experience God in a meeting like this in a way that you will never experience him in your prayer closet. Because you see, I carry a dimension of God you've, you don't know. The one that was healed by God knows him as Jehovah Rapha and you've never experienced that. The one that was blessed by God has experienced him as Jehovah Jireh and you've never seen that side of God. So when we come together and say he's a provider, somebody says he's my healer. Somebody says he pulled me from the back to the front. Now the church is being fitted together as a body. So we are not in competition. Ah, Katale Brodesha. So that's why, we, that's why when the things of God don't turn you on, then there's a problem between you and your connection to the body. Hallelujah. When my toe is hurting, my, I feel the pain. In my, have you ever walked on a nail and it pricks you? And the pain before it gets to the foot, it starts at the heart. Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever knocked yourself on the finger or broke your nail? The pain doesn't start on the nail. Hallelujah. By the time you realize which nail it is, the pain has already hit your heart. Have you ever experienced Am I the only one? Have you ever experienced that? Why? Because we are connected together. And so I am worried about worship team members that don't talk to one another when we are supposed to be a part of the same body. I am worried in a church where the intercessors think that they are the only holy ones and that they are better than the ushers. I am worried. I get worried because that means we are not one. And you see, your significance, Mr. Prayer Warrior, might even mean that you are a toe and not a finger. Ah, the problem with the church is that you've got fingers wanting to do what the eyes are supposed to be doing. 
yeah some of you feel right now you could preach better than me and i believe you i know you can but you see for the time being your job is to say amen i receive hallelujah i cannot walk with my hands i cannot i can listen i cannot think with my knees so the knee has its significant the head has its significant you cannot chop anything off of the body and exalt it on its own somebody say i'm not of this world hallelujah you see they've been telling you no uh, self-care self-love no we care for the body we care for others we put others first they've been telling you all along put yourself first. that's why you got nothing because all it your life revolves around you whose needs are you looking after hallelujah who what, what need in the church listen even the one that finances the gospel is not better than the sanctuary keeper we are all knitted together i need you as much as you need me you can sing but you don't have the means to do what i do hallelujah i know you can prophesy but there are needs in your life and every need of humanity is another human being and you know what god god is amazing man here are the israelites praying god deliver us from slavery they are praying day in day out they are fasting whatever they were doing in egypt and what god does listen if i were god thank god i'm not but if I were God, I would have swapped the situation. Egypt would, in fact, I would have just killed the Egyptian. I mean, that's not a prayer point for God. Yeah, I would have simply done something oh, like this. I could have simply done something. He could have swapped the Canaanites and the Israelites overnight. You know, somebody wrote a song and said, I woke up in a new Bugatti. He could have done that. Woken them up in the promised land surrounded by bees and cows hallelujah meat and milk glory to God but God doesn't do that when there's a need in the kingdom God raises a man that's amazing to me do you know what a calling is a calling pastor KG is God's answer to humanity's prayer when they say God deliver me he sends a KG now the answer of God is not packaged in the way that you thought it would come and so you are discouraged and you are looking at him why must he be the resident pastor because he's got what you need for your next season and that's why god never makes mistakes hallelujah your preference will disqualify your blessing from you but god never makes any mistakes when he says you are blessed you better run to the bank and tell them listen give me that house god just made me a promise in his word when he says that you are healed you better start bouncing like a tennis ball because the one who promised has the integrity to make sure that what he said comes to pass we are not of this world we don't listen if we are going to measure the power of God by our assets, then we are missing it. Because the things that we are producing and we are calling the anointing, the world is doing much better than us in those areas. They live in bigger houses. They drive better cars. Hallelujah. They got more beautiful wives than some of us do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Their husbands are better built than the prayer warrior husband you have but you see the, the, the issue there is not the building of the husband or the looks 
It's about what the man carries on the inside. Because it's easy to turn my skinny self into a masculine person. It's easy to do that. But not everyone can rebuke the devil at night. Yeah. It's easy. The things that you're praying for, God, give me a car, give me. Listen, all you have to do is to just work a little bit harder than what you're doing right now. And you can buy two or three cars. But it's one thing when you work hard and you do what God tells you to do, but nothing still works. Then now we know that there's a demonic intervention that is happening. And then what you need is a man of God. Some of you are married to your destiny helpers. You just don't know it. They're just not packaged the way that you think they should be. Some people listen to other people more than they listen to their own spouses. And that's where there's fire on the mountain. Because the answer Ah Iradaboshandilibrandayada So you cannot separate the church from Jesus Christ because that means death right now you see you cannot you see Jesus is, 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 is a spirit God is a spirit Jesus came in the form of a man and the flesh was not God what was God was what is what was on the inside of Jesus because in the flesh he was like you and I but what qualified him to be God was the spirit in him and so the body was a means to an end that's why we're not debating whether he's Caucasian, he's blue, he's black, he's green, he's pink. No, we're not worried about that. We are more concerned about... Don't argue about uh, who's, who's better, white or black. No. The inside. The inside. Hallelujah. So just like now, you cannot like my spirit that you can't see and hate my body. And that's why, listen, if you have a problem with your body, you have a serious issue. Somebody say, I woke up like this. Yeah. Look at yourself. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You can't have a problem with your fingers. Some people are depressed because their fingers are long. And, and, and then we bring that same attitude into the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So you cannot separate the body from the spirit i'm going somewhere with this romans chapter 8 and verse 35 can anything ever separate us from christ's love does it mean he no longer loves us i think this is the nlt i think i'm reading it in the nlt put it in the nlt does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death as the scriptures say for your sake we are killed every day we are being slaughtered like sheep no despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who has loved us hallelujah and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love hallelujah I love that part nothing can ever separate us from God's love neither death nor life 
neither angels nor demons neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love no power in the sky above or in the earth below indeed nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord why is Paul so convinced that there is absolutely nothing that can separate him from the love of Christ because he understood that he was a member of the body of Christ and so no matter what you do God will not cut you off simply because of your sin <sighs> hallelujah so Paul says that I am convinced that no matter what I go through Psalm 23 yea though I walk through the valley his presence is always with me why because I am a member of the body of Christ and so meaning that if God were to cut off his love from me he is cutting off his love from Jesus amen so I can't be separated by trouble I can't be separated by calamity when we go through issues we don't stay home we keep coming to the fellowship of the believers why because I know that what I go through does not mean that God is no longer on my side why because he goes through it with me he's right there with you hallelujah you cannot be separated an attempt to kill the church is an attempt to take out Jesus and we know that's not gonna happen you cannot kill the church you can't hallelujah so Paul says I am convicted it is dangerous child of God to follow Jesus without conviction without being fully persuaded about what you are doing hallelujah Paul says I am sold out to the idea that absolutely nothing no one listen I've been in this church for a very long time I've been offended in this church for a very long a lot ah me a lot I've been angry at apostle Ooh, I said it on the altar Papa forgive me I've been angry at him a lot but through it all <laughs> I made up my mind and I told him and I said Papa listen there's nothing you can do to get me out of my place of destiny you didn't you didn't know me from a bar of so God sent me here you don't have capacity to push me out so offend me all that's why people you get offended by someone in the parking you leave the church no nothing can separate me from the love of Jesus you greet me it doesn't make any difference to me what does your greeting give me you keep quiet it doesn't make any difference to me you can keep quiet you're probably going through stuff anyways I'm praying for you oh you walk past me I pray for you God whatever she's going through help her help her quick she's depressed help her quick listen you have got to make up your mind about this thing if God be God let us serve God we are not here for man we are here for God we are not here scouting for marriages we are here for God hallelujah we are not here for breakthrough we are not looking for powerful churches we are looking for the church of Jesus Christ nothing can separate me from the love of God so we're not chasing prophets 
we're not chasing apostles we are chasing after the glory we are a glorious church we are a church that has authority listen what another man of God can do you can also do it when the Bible says touch not my anointed he wasn't talking about pastor Colin he was talking about those that belong to the body of Christ you're a touch not by devil somebody shout I am not of this world when God said touch not my anointed he was talking to the cancer that is tormenting you touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm he says on the last days I will pour out my spirit not on the apostles not on the evangelists but on all flesh and he says your sons and your daughters where are my prophets this morning hallelujah stop limiting yourself to people's perspective about God the most dangerous thing for a believer is to have the wrong perception of God when you go through stuff and you think God is punishing you that's the wrong perspective that's what the devil wants you to think hallelujah when you fall when you become sick and then you know everybody tells you oh maybe you sinned maybe you did that's the wrong perspective about God he does not need to plague you to teach you a lesson glory to God hallelujah so it's dangerous to have the wrong image of Christ it's dangerous we are not of this world ah we are not of this world we are not of this world first John chapter 4 <laughs> this should be the amplified classic version sorry about my translations at the on top there little children you can be certain that you belong to God and have conquered them for the one who is living in you is far greater than the one who is in the world they who teach the twisted doctrine the twisted doctrine are of the world and belong to it therefore they speak from the viewpoint of the world with its immoral freedom and baseless theories demanding compliance with their opinions and ridiculing the values of the upright and the gullible one the world listens closely and pays attention to them now the bible says telling us that there is a teaching that is perverted teachings of go where you are celebrated i've got another teaching for you go where you are built hallelujah go where you are built there's a teaching that says you have the right to choose your own gender that's okay let them do their thing we are praying for them but there's another teaching that says God made them male and female bottom line that's what we know that's what the scripture teaches us and the Bible says that they teach this twisted gospel and the gullible ones of the world they listen and pay attention what is the viewpoint the viewpoint is that you are sick and you will die from that sickness but the, the, the viewpoint of where we come from says by his stripes we are healed the viewpoint of the world says that the economy is bad and you are supposed to be suffering but the viewpoint of the word of God says when there's a casting down the believer jumps up and says there's a lifting up there's a that's a different viewpoint hallelujah you can choose what you want to see there's a viewpoint that says that men are trash <laughs> but there's a, another viewpoint in the word of God hallelujah there's another viewpoint find that one you need to learn how to look at life through the lenses of scripture 
not your emotions and your feelings because those change from time to time hallelujah adopt the viewpoint of the word of God hallelujah so people glorify their feelings you go on social media right now people post what they feel like posting but for those that are subdued by the Holy Spirit my life is not my own it's not just a song that translates into my mobile device that translates into the content I consume on TV that translates into the places I go to where nobody's watching hallelujah that speaks to my con my life is not my I have been as I, I am a I am a born servant of Jesus Christ and so I don't just make choices I am led by the Spirit I don't just think I am led and persuaded and convinced by the Holy Spirit to do what I do I don't just go on a fasting spree one day I tried my early days I tried fasting for 24 hours not not a long time 24 hours. by midnight it was as if the devil was in my bedroom and now it's a corporate fast there's others fasting now I'm caught between the guilt of eating when others are fasting and on another point I'm thinking what if, what if they are eating <laughs> I'm thinking, man I could be suffering like this and these guys are eating and I'm trying to sleep and I'm tossing and turning why because I entered into it impulsively when Jesus went for the 40 days and 40 nights he was led by the Spirit the Bible says after being baptized walked out of the Jordan the Spirit led him to the wilderness and so the Spirit sustained him wherever God sends you he will keep you there he will sustain you there hallelujah so we don't compromise to get what we want in God look at Romans chapter 3 and verse 13 but what if the say what if some were unfaithful to their divine calling does their unbelief weaken God's faithfulness absolutely not somebody say absolutely not God will always be proven faithful and true to his word while people are proven to be liars you know why because people are human today they like you tomorrow they don't today they are alive tomorrow they die so whatever they say is subject to change but what God speaks stands forever Hallelujah. When God speaks, it stands forever. This will fulfill what is written in the scriptures. Your words will always be vindicated. And you will rise victorious when you are being tried by your critics. Glory to God. And so this gives us conviction and faith in the integrity of God's word. Because we know it will not return to him void. So what he speaks will always come to pass convicted people people who know that they don't belong to this world they face the same circumstances with everybody but they always rise differently their 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 apprehension of circumstances is different from the world we don't run away from marriage because people are divorcing we run to it because we know that the one that instituted it is faithful to keep us there hallelujah we are not cowards we are not sissy boys and sissy girls we are men and women of God 
We don't shut down our businesses because the economy is bad. We keep doing business. Hallelujah. Because the one that called us into business is able to sustain us. Hallelujah. So when others are shutting down, ours are growing. When others are struggling, ours are moving forward. When the world's children are going crazy, ours are doing well. Why? Because the one who called us. I want you to shift your mind this morning from thinking the way that the world does and start thinking like a kingdom woman and start thinking like a kingdom man. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm not of this world. Hallelujah. In 2 Kings chapter 5, we know the story of Naaman. If you read 2 and 3, the Bible says that this guy had an incurable disease, but there was a little maid in the house who was looking after his wife. The girl saw her master suffering and she said, listen, where I come from, I've seen the man of God deal with situations like this. Hallelujah. If your, if your husband can just connect himself to, my, to, to the man of God in Israel, where I come from, I am telling you he can deal with this situation. Now the entire region, they didn't know what to do. But this woman stood up, a little girl stood up and said, where I come from? Not on this realm. Not on earth. Because here no eye has seen. No ear has heard. But where I come from. Leprosy is just something else that the man of God plays around with. So let the man go connect himself to the prophet. Somebody shout I'm not of this world. There are things that are impossible for us on the earth realm. But where we come from which is the realm of the unseen. Hallelujah. The man of God during the conference said that it's the fourth dimension. That's where you and I are seated. From the fourth dimension, things that are impossible in the flesh are easy over there. And that's where we come from. Hallelujah. So your armor is supposed to be impenetrable by the things of the world. So when sickness comes, you simply go back to head office and say, they are throwing something at me. What do I do this time? And they will tell you, go on a fast. That's why we pray in the Holy Ghost so that we stay connected to head office where we are deployed from. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So where we come from, says this young girl, his blood still heals. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. Where I come from, his blood still heals. Look at Daniel chapter 1 in verse 8 and 9. Hallelujah. Daniel, for some reason, was offered all the delicacies of Babylon. They said, listen, you got to eat this because now you're working for the king. You have got to present yourself in a particular way. There's a diet that has been set out for you. But Daniel looked at the food and said, listen to me, where I come from, mm, there's a different way of growing. Men do not live on bread alone. That was a, that, that, <laughs> listen, they gave him everything that could make him buff, make him look good, make his skin glow. But he says, where I come from, for you to become strong, you don't have to feed on yourself on bread alone. There is something else that we get that nourishes us. So I want you, sir, to give me an opportunity to show you that I'm not of this world. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. Hallelujah. Where we come from, we fast. And because Daniel stood on the convictions of God, 
Guess what? God confirmed his word by giving him favor with his master. The guy could have refused for Daniel to eat whatever he wanted to eat. But the favor of God came upon Daniel. And the guy looked at Daniel and said, listen, this might get me into trouble, but I'm going to help you. Some of you this week, there are men and women who under normal circumstances should not even look at you twice. But they're going to risk their careers just to push you to the front. Yeah. There are offices that you don't qualify for. That when you stand on the convictions of scripture and say that by God, I belong here. Hallelujah. God will give you the power. God will give you the, 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 the favor to stand before kings. Hallelujah. There are applications that are pending. They won't sign the contract. Guess what? Where you come from? There's, a, there's grace for favor coming upon you this morning. And I want to release you. Go and try again. Where they rejected you, go and try again. The same thing that caused this man to look at Daniel in a favorable way and made him break rules. That thing is called favor. And when it hits your business, you'll be shocked. When it hits your house, you'll be shocked. There is grace in the kingdom called favor. Hallelujah. And that thing is coming upon you today. Glory to God. You've been unemployed for too long. Where we come from? The problem is that you are looking within the four walls. You are looking around yourself. So you are praying. You are believing God. But you've got a picture of how God must answer this thing. That's why I say to you, you are limiting God with your prayer points. Pray and get God. And when he comes, like Paul and Silas, the chains will break. So I'm not praying for the chains. I am praying to a God who is able to break chains. I am not binding anything I'm seeing with my eyes. Because these are symptoms. These are foot soldiers. You are dealing with foot soldiers. Hallelujah. Says foot soldiers. Hallelujah. Don't get worn out. Some of you, you are tired of praying because you've been praying amiss. You've got a long list of things. God, give me this. God, give me that. God, heal me. God, God, God. You are running around. You are running around. But all in your mind, your mind is carnal because you are all you are praying for is the symptoms. You woke up in the morning, your fridge was empty. I bind the fridge. You have reduced God to force. He says, don't you know that your father in heaven knows that you need clothes to wear? So why are you wasting time? Deal with the things of the kingdom. When you seek first the king, God, what giants are we killing today? I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. What, what, what building are we buying next for the church? I am ready. How much do you want me to sow in this season? I am ready. I am ready. I am a tither. I'm a kingdom financier. And at that time, all you have is a hundred rand in your pocket. God, to show you that I'm committed. Here's the down payment. There's a million where that came from. And I am ready. Why? Because where we come from, we don't look at what we go through. We look at the supplier of our, he shall supply all your needs according to his riches. Where we come from, that's where our needs are met. Where we come from, that's where our breakthrough is. Where we come from. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. So God backs up Daniel. 
And he says, for standing on your convictions, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. I will make you 10 times better. When they test you, you'll be 10 times better because God will not be left without a weakness. There is nothing too hard for my God. Hallelujah. There is absolutely nothing too hard for my God. Ah, somebody shout, I am not of this world. Look at Genesis 39 and verse 9. There's this young man, I love him, called Joseph. Joseph is working in, in Potiphar's house. Ah, and the Bible said that he was a, a good-looking young man. Mm, like you guys here. Hallelujah. He was a good-looking young man. And, uh, and, and, and Potiphar's wife looked at him. And, you know, she wanted to yarash him. Hallelujah. <laughs> and the young man looked at, at the madame. You see, listen, this was not a, a simple transaction. Some of you just look at it as if, you see, this boy was a slave. And a slave is not a human being in the eyes of the master. They're just a means to an end. So even if he had done it, it wouldn't have mattered. Because he was a slave. He was an object in the house. Uh, I, listen, how do I know this? I watch all these ancient movies and the Roman empires. I know how they dealt with their slaves. Slaves were not considered as human beings. In fact, slaves were even worse than their dogs. And so... Joseph, in the realm, would have not gotten into trouble by doing what he did. And now you see, to top it all off, they made him an offer. Listen, young man, if you just do this one, one just once, you will never suffer again. No one will tell you, Futek, ooh, sorry. No one will tell you, no one will be swearing at you anymore. Everyone will be, will be you, you no longer sleep in the maid's quarters. You will now stay here in the main chambers. And Joseph looked at this good offer. Some of us, she didn't have to ask twice. By the time she closed the door, you're, Madame, Madame, I'm ready. But Joseph looked at the Madame and said, where we come from? There's a thing called fornication. Ah. And you see, I can't do this Not against you It's not about you It's about me and the covenant that I have with God Where I come from, we don't touch other men's women Ooh. And that statement Ended this young man in prison But because God will not be mocked What a man sows, he will reap Joseph is in prison Hallelujah. And even in the prison, the gift within him is still working. This thing is still working. Hallelujah. For refusing to sin, he gets into prison. But in prison, God starts working out a deal for him. Somebody shout, we are not of this world. Every time you make up your mind to stand on God's word, heaven will back you up. Every time you start a business because that's the mandate of... Do you know that there are people here who will never get employed until you open that company? Because you are an answer to someone's prayer. Stop looking at you like you are nothing. Yeah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that these guys looked at themselves and saw grasshoppers. And they said we were in our own eyes as grasshoppers. And listen... The way that these guys were looking at us, they saw grasshoppers too. Listen, you mirror what you want people to see. How you carry yourself is how we see you. 
If you are timid, we will push you around. We want solution bearers. If you're a man, be a man for real. If you're a woman, be a woman. Hallelujah. If you're an intercessor, pray. If you're a singer, sing. If you're an usher, usher. If you're a sanctuary keeper, keep the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Not this thing that we are doing. Oh, I'm tired. No one appreciates me. Wait, listen, the one who deployed you is the one who's supposed to, to, to appreciate you. Putting us under pressure to send you SMSs every time after service, I must tell you, well done, thank you so much, because I'm afraid you won't come. You can go. You don't understand where you come from. That's the problem. That's why you are looking for man's validation. When you are looking for people's validation, tomorrow they will invalidate you so harshly. When you look for people to promote you, they will drag you down. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. Yes. Hallelujah. We've got a bigger conviction. Ela Branda. I'm closing. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. Esther chapter 4 and verse 16. Esther chapter 4 and verse 16 Go gather all the Jews Who are in Susa And fast for me Do not eat or drink for three days Night or day And I and my attendants Will fast as you do When this is done I will go to the king even though it is against the law and if i perish what what must happen let me perish this woman was not fasting for a breakthrough she said that even if god does not answer in my favor i'm going to the king somebody shout i'm not of this world favor came upon esther that before the king could summon her in, because of where she had been in the secret place with God, she stood up one day after her fasting and went straight to the palace. Some of you after this service, where you are going is straight to the palace. Go and knock at that scary door. Go and knock at that scary company. Go and knock at that lawyer's house. Go back to the doctor and tell him, run those tests one more time. I want to prove something. I want to see if this thing is for real. Go and ask them to do it again. Esther said, even if I perish, let me perish. But see, yeah, yeah, we are going, we are going. I am going to the palace and I'm going to turn around this whole thing. So where we come from, madam, sir, we don't wait for circumstances to change. We change the circumstances. We carry the environment. They tell you black people don't do this kind of business. That's the one I want to do. Why are white people doing it? That's the one I'm doing. That's the one I'm venturing into. They tell you, listen, people from your family don't enter this one. Listen, that's where I am going. Why? Because greater is he who is in me. Stop limit. You are not of this world. Stop handling yourself like a man. You are, not, you are a supernatural being. Ah, Shakota Let's look at the three Hebrew boys as I close. Hallelujah. 
the king said to them listen we are about to heat up the fire all you have to do for us to switch off the fire is to bend the knee they looked at the king and said with all due respect oh king there's a problem with what you are offering us because where we come from thou shalt serve the lord your god only 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 so the fire is not a problem because regarding this matter I would rather be right with God and live happily ever after than to survive the fiery furnace and subject myself to eternal damnation I will take my chance with the fire and even if my God does not deliver me guess what I know that to live is Christ to die is gain so I am not afraid heat it up heat it up some more we want this fire. We my where we come from. The God is called a consuming fire. I can see them rolling up their sleeves, getting ready for the fire. Hey, hey, shakata. They were armies. They were ready. Hey, They said, "Are you sure?" They said, "Listen, we are not sure. We know." Hey, yeah. So, so the guys were heating up the fire the boys were flexing their faith muscles we are ready to burn for Christ put me on in the fire put me in the bakery this is the refiner's fire I know that when I go through the fire I'm coming out as gold I am not afraid of the terror by night bring it on devil we are ready for this one we are not apologetic about our faith where we come from we eat up fire for breakfast where we come from we are cooked in fire I am not talking about ordinary fire I'm talking about the fire of the Holy Ghost and that's the kind of the stuff that you find in the church we are looking for a church that's on fire so that when Nebuchadnezzar heats up the heat we tell him bring on the heat turn up the heat because greater is he Isaiah 54 and verse 16. He says, See, it is I who created the blacksmith who fans the coals into flame. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar didn't know that all he was doing was to support the agenda of God. When they put you under pressure, all they are doing is to squeeze out the oil on the inside of you. Somebody shout, I've got oil on the inside of me. And for that thing to come out, I have to be squeezed. So excuse me if you have to be the one that's doing the squeezing. That's why the Bible says, love your enemies. Because in the, where we come from, enemies are a means to an end. We ride on the backs of their oppression. Oppress me all you like. Because after the oppression comes, I am coming out strong. Listen, he says that I am the one who fans the coals into flame and forges the weapon fit for its work. And it is I who have created the destroyer to wreak havoc. Hallelujah. Look at verse 17. It says, because I know what they are bringing. 
Therefore, no weapon forged against you will prevail. And you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me. Declares the Lord. Listen, every trouble that you've been going through is just a means to an end. Get ready because that weapon won't function. Get ready because you are clothed in the armor of God. Get ready because you're a soldier in the army of God. God is not looking for cowards. God is not looking for people who will turn back when they see the arrows that fly by day. God is looking for men and women who will stand and shout no weapon formed against me. No poverty formed against me. No barrenness formed against me. No fire formed against me. No unemployment formed against me. No stubbornness formed against me. No economy formed against me. Where are my warriors? God is not looking for cowards this morning. He's looking for men. He's looking for women. He's looking for men and women. He's looking for prayer warriors. Gila brandere bo sota yalara, erereri andala bo shanda, egrada ba sondelege delege ba hasima. They try to shut down your company. No weapon formed against you. They try to kill you. No weapon formed against you. They took away your house. No weapon formed against you. The bank took your car. No weapon formed against you. Don't have money to pay for fees. No weapon formed against you. Barren in your womb. No weapon formed against you. There is nothing that the devil can do. It's all a setup. It's all a setup. It's all a setup. When I am weak, he is strong. His strength is made perfect. In my weakness, he shut up a heart. Hey, Abani. Whatever, Shonda. Jump up on your feet, somebody, and pray in the Holy Ghost. Jump up on your feet and pray in the Holy Ghost. We are not of this world. We are spirit beings. We are fire baptized. We are spirit filled. We are tongue talking. We are devil chasing. Devil binding. No weapon formed against you. There's a fire breaking out. There's a revival breaking out. We are not praying for your bank account. That's not an issue for God. We are not praying for your health. That's not an issue for God. But today, we are standing and declaring, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Somebody pull down the glory. Where we are from, where we are from, where we are from, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Where we are from, we don't play fire with fire. We don't pay evil for evil. Where we are from, we are a different breed. We are God manufactured. Where we come from, we don't have inferiority complexes. We are made in the image of God. Where we come from, 
our businesses flourish even though the economy is bad where we come from the streets are paved in gold where we come from none among you shall be buried where we come from the heavens are open where we come from there's an outpouring he supplies all of our needs according to his riches Somebody press on in in the spirit. Shikata, where we come from, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want where we come from. He who dwells in the secret place of the Almighty, where we come from, greater is he who is in me the devil in this world where we come from no weapon formed against us shall prosper where we come from blind eyes still open where we come from the red sea is still open where we come from somebody catch fire
Stop consulting unbelievers about things that need God. Stop talking to humans about supernatural stuff. Their minds can't conceive that thing. They don't understand what it means because all they can see is where you come from. They don't see where God is projecting you to. And so every single time you tell them I'm a millionaire, they look at you and be like, that can't happen, not you, not you, not you. 
If not me, then who? I am not of this world. Somebody shout, I'm a kingdom financier. Families that are struggling, today we set you free. We set you loose, for in the beginning it was not so. Generational sicknesses, chronic illnesses in families, we press stop to you because where we come from, God heals any disease. Somebody shout, I'm not of this world. 